Hi everyone! Welcome back to Generation with your host, Jani Nguyen. Let's begin with a positive affirmation for the day. I welcome the chance to make a fresh start. Let's repeat. I welcome the chance to make a fresh start. One more time. I welcome the chance to make a fresh start. Let's go, fam! Make that fresh start. No matter who, what, where, why, or how. Just believe in yourself and do it. Alrighty, today's episode will be about my journey to heal my knowing jaw, TMJ slash TMD. So let's pick up where we left off. Let's begin with how my jaw got messed up in the first place. As a kid, I was always at the dentist. I had a crazy sweet tooth and went through various amount of dental work. <laughs> Cavity fillings, root canal, crowns, you name it. When I was a senior in high school, I had a tonsillectomy because my tonsils were getting so big that it was difficult to actually swallow my food. I remember that the surgery took place my senior year in high school because my friends were going to the snowball dance and I couldn't go. I was so sad. But luckily, my friends knew about my surgery, and a handful of them came to my house right after the dance to visit me. It was the sweetest thing ever, and I wasn't supposed to talk for a few days because of the surgery, but I didn't listen and had to pay for it later on. And I don't know how people ate ice cream or popsicles when they were healing because I had such a hard time with those. Jello and yogurt were definitely my go-tos for like a week. I even remember... My first solid meal after living off jello and yogurt too. It was my mom's famous chicken and rice. She even made the chicken pieces extra small, like as if I was like a baby or a toddler eating. But hey, it was for the safety of my throat, so I don't care. But that meal was so delicious. Um, then when I turned 21, I had conventional braces for 19 months. I had a really bad underbite and one canine tooth that was hanging from the corner of my mouth like a dang vampire with fangs, but in my case, just one ugly-ass fang. It was not cute whatsoever, and I'm sure we all know something. I'm, I'm sure we all know someone or have seen teeth like how I just described. Um, they just look really crowded and very unflattering. And what sucked was that I had to get braces a month before I turned 21. I was in college, broke as hell, and looked even more like a child than ever before. And y'all know how I feel about that per my last episode. But as we all know, beauty is pain, physically and mentally. So I had to deal with the annoyance of looking like a little teenager, especially when I would go out on the weekends with my friends to the bar or clubs in downtown Santa Barbara. And uh, y'all already know how this would go. But anyways, uh, since I got them in college, I didn't have dental insurance. And I had to pay $125 out of pocket every month, every time I came in. Which is really hard as a broke college student when you're living off of financial aid. But one of the cool things that came out of this was that I actually shared having braces with my little sister, Christina, when we were both in college. So every month we meet each other there um, at the orthodontist office, um, have some sister time over food or boba, and then head back to our schools. She went to um, a different university than I did. And basically we would just repeat this until it's time for both of us to remove them. 
Anyhow, um, like those of you who've had experience with braces, I could not wait to take all of that metal out of my mouth. I was smiling for days, and when the day finally came to take them off, I was so proud of my teeth. Like, it was definitely a confidence booster, and it was worth all those monthly trips, all the torture and the pain with the tightening of the bands and all those colors. But um, flash forward 10 years later, Jesus, (laughs) and here we are. I don't know if there was a particular event in my life that triggered my jaw to click more often or cause it to be more aggravated, but I began noticing how often and how loud the clicking of my jaw was occurring just last year. I knew I was going through tons of stress trying to figure out my career path with the pandemic happening, COVID, but I didn't think that it was my jaw that could be the culprit behind it all. And the more stressed out I was, the more my jaw clicks were becoming louder and actually painful. Every time I opened and closed my mouth, I heard a click. And I'm pretty sure stress played a factor in the intensity of the jaw clicks, but I just knew I had to do something because I feared having a locked jaw and I couldn't stand the headaches, neck pain, and irritability that came with it. So I finally decided to do some research and I actually found a TMJ specialist. The office is called AZ TMJ and Sleep Solutions. When I first came into my consultation, the TMJ specialist, Dr. Sarah Viscara, um, she did such an amazing job explaining and educating me on jaw behavior and how we might have to be aware of how the jaw rests and what activates a person to clench or grind their teeth while they sleep. Like I'm not a grinder, but I know I clench a lot. And um, I knew it was a result of stress, but I didn't realize it was my jaw that was affecting my quality of sleep and how it was contributing to my neck and back pain. Because every morning I would wake up with neck pain. I kept switching my pillows to find the right level of comfort, but it didn't really help much. It took going to the TMJ specialist to discuss my work history and lifestyle to figure out that my neck and back pain was a result of my jaw not being as aligned or stable as it should be. I also used to work at my sister's nail salon and the positions my body and neck would be in aren't exactly the best for your posture. It involved a lot of leaning over, looking down, very focused, meticulous work. Like imagine drawing or polishing on a tiny canvas with limited time. It's not easy or comfortable. So thank all your nail people and be extra grateful and nice, especially if you get complicated nail designs because that extra time, extra leaning over and extra neck and hand aches that plays along for your nail technician throughout the whole entire day will build up. And yeah, it's actually very hard work. (laughs) So... Anyhow, being in a like a forward flexion position for a long period of time will definitely play a role in chronic and neck and back pain. So as a result, the combination of surgery, braces, and my previous job all contributed to my jaw not being aligned or stable, and now I basically have to deal with the pain that comes with it. But thankfully... 
Dr. Vizcara's approach and practice is very holistic. And knowing that was like music to my ears since we know how and like we know that's what I'm all about. She explained that I needed to wear an acrylic daytime tray similar to those Invisalign teeth trays every day for a total of three months. I had to eat with them in, which was really weird in the beginning because it just felt a little gross having little bits and pieces of food in my mouth between the teeth tray. But I guess that was a part of the rehabilitation to eat with the tray in, but it definitely took some getting used to. I also took a lot of natural supplements in conjunction to wearing the daytime tray, such as lemon balm, magnesium citrate, K2 potassium, B-complex and folic acid, CBD, turkey tail mushroom, all, you know, healthy supplements. Um, but I also had to maintain a special diet. Um, it was easy for me, though, because it was pretty similar to my diet limitations due to my bladder problem, so it wasn't too much of a big switch for me. Similar in the sense of like no caffeine, dairy, gluten, acidic foods, overly fried or salted, you know, my usual. Now, I had to be on this program for a few months, but it wasn't a walk in the park. For instance, my daytime piece wasn't the easiest or most comfortable thing to have constantly in my mouth for 12 hours plus of the day. I was just so annoyed with always taking it out to like rinse out the bits of food that was stuck in it. Sorry for the grossness. Especially when like eating at restaurants with my friends or family. The tray also didn't fit properly the first week. I was waiting for the tray to get used to being in my mouth, but I experienced a lot of canker sores and distress from the new tray that I had to use. In addition, I had a night guard. It's two different pieces, but it's only used for sleeping. It had like a top piece and a bottom piece. And I thought the day tray was hard to get used to until I had to experience the trials and tribulations of the night guard set. But I forgot to mention that your jaw has a lot to do with your quality of sleep. Hence the special two-piece night guard intended to help and guide my quality of sleep. Sometimes I would wake up with really bad headaches where my eyes felt swollen and temple, and my temples were super achy. So like to give an analogy, the more you clench and or grind your teeth, the more weight and pressure is applied to your jaw, which will result in all the fuss I've been talking about. And Dr. Vizcara explained how I might drool when I'm sleeping because when you're first introducing something new to your mouth, um, this night piece in particular, your brain will think that whatever's in there might be food. So it might behave that way. My first night was a success. I slept so well that I teared up in the morning and felt so grateful. But that only lasted one night. I don't know how or why, but after two weeks of trying to sleep with it in, my mouth was not happy and my sleep was worse just due to the stress of my brain and my mouth not being able to sink together. So I know at this point it doesn't sound like what I'm doing is helping me, but you know, like anything new you introduce your mind or body to, it takes time for you to get used to. And sometimes you just have to make adjustments, which is what we had to do for my job. Um, so to explain my daytime tray and my night guard had to be adjusted to fit properly and for comfort. 
And at this point, I just felt like I was one of those patients that needed extra observation and time to complete my program to, you know, better align my jaw and help alleviate the clicking and the pain that was associated with my bad jaw, which I did. <laughs> I was one of those patients you had to kind of like look a little, you know, pay a little bit more attention to. I got drunk one night and misplaced the top piece of my night guard. The next morning, I found it in my dog crate, all chewed up and like no longer usable. I couldn't even put it in my mouth. Um, I also broke my daytime piece at one point, also while being tipsy again. And I had to get that fixed too. And I was so embarrassed about it because every time I came into the office, I felt like, and I had to complain about something. It felt like I was like a damsel in distress. But, you know, I know what you're thinking. Control yourself, Janny. But hey, you know, I'm human. We all make some mistakes around here. And I'm usually a really good patient. I listen, take directions, and I'm very aware of what I need to do to help my body heal. So let me just blame the alcohol for my irresponsible behavior this time around. Um, but nevertheless, after over six months of like proper use and treatment, my jaw has definitely improved tremendously. So in my first consultation, there were like a bunch of measurements to see where my jaw was at. And in my final appointment, the numbers increased and my results showed that the treatment drastically improved the stability um, and the alignment. And uh, it also showed that my jaw was less tense, less painful, and had more range of motion as well. One of the big things I was super happy about was that my tension headaches went away. The jaw clicks were still present, but it wasn't as intense as before. So since the treatment was working, I had to get my mouth to slowly wean off of it, wearing it daily, which I kind of had mixed feelings about. Like a part of me was ready to not have to wear that anymore, but another part of me felt nervous about how my jaw would react if I didn't have that protected daytime guard in my mouth on the regular. Long story short, my jaw didn't like it when I was trying to wean it off, and I basically had to continue wearing it um, for another couple months and um, actually got trigger point injections for my neck and shoulders from all the tension building up from the stress of it again. Taking all the supplements and coming back every few weeks to get those injections, it just wasn't cutting it for me anymore, and I was starting to get really annoyed with the jaw clicking, so I finally caved and wanted to discuss other options to help with the pain, which included Botox. I have never had Botox, Botox before, but I've tried fillers on my lips and nose before. I was really nervous about it because Dr. Viscara explained that she had, would be injecting them in major muscles and reviewed her concerns about the muscles potentially being like compromised or fixated. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but um, you know, she's just being a good doctor, explaining all the risk and potential side effects that could play a factor in the future. But I felt like I had to try it because everything I was already doing holistically or homeopathically wasn't enough to decrease the jaw clicking and the pain from my TNJ, in my mind. And like I explained before, I will do the best I can with healing my body without intervening in any harsh chemicals or drugs, but it was time. And let me tell you, after a week of the Botox settling into its place, I can finally say I got, I felt the relief I was longing for. 
My mouth wasn't opening as wide when I yawned, so I felt like there was less clicking. And my cheeks also felt like it had some kind of support. I, I can't describe it entirely, but it, I felt like it could have been like alleviating the tension within my jaws, if that makes sense. I also noticed that my jaws used to tense up and it wasn't as painful prior to this injection. So yeah, it did help out a lot. So at the end of the day, even though I was fighting it and I didn't want to have to go down this road, I felt like I had to. And I'm not dismissing the use of Western medicine or unfamiliar chemicals as harmful in any shape or form. I just prefer not to have those in my body. And I know there are tons of different forms of Western medicine that have propelled our healthcare system to make sure um, to take care of crazy medical conditions like cancer or any chronic medical diseases. So I hope I'm not hurting anyone's feelings or beliefs when it comes to that at all. And if I am, I sincerely apologize. But we all have our own preferences when it comes to healthcare and living in a body that we take care of. So I like to thank all the doctors, nurses, and staff in administration, hospitals, and clinics for all the hard work that they, they do in cultivating a healthier life for their patients. Especially in this time and generation with this pandemic, Thank you for your pledge and oath to do everything in your power with honesty and integrity to build and improve our current health crisis, because we are counting on you. Okay, I hope this little lengthy TNJ story was as interesting to you as it was for me to go through it. It was such a journey, and I'm so grateful I was able to experience this and share it with my listeners. Jaw pain is definitely no joke, but... It could bother and affect the rest of your body in various ways. So take care of your body, listen to it, and do all the things you need to create a strong, healthy body. If there's anyone out there who has specific questions pertaining to my experience or need any advice, your girl is here. Hit me up, send me a message on IG or Facebook, or comment on the post for this episode. Hello. Let's get ready for our oracle card reading. You guys should know the drill by now. I'll be using the same Chakra Insight Oracle Guidebook by Karen Sangster. So let's clear our mind, relax our body, take a deep breath. As I shuffle the cards, set an intention. And if you can, write it down to remind yourself of your intention. Alrighty, here we go. The card that I pulled is called Will. And the words that are on this card are expression, assertiveness, self-control, and direction. So let's flip to page 30. Will. Expression, assertiveness, self-control, direction. As you move in the direction of your heart's calling, your will aligns with the universe, allowing, allowing your highest path to unfold before you. Here's the card story. Sand hills stretch into the mist. There's no telling of how far the tortoise has come or how far he must go. Guided by an ancient knowing and a deep sense of inner direction, he moves with steady determination. 
He does not waste energy looking backward, nor does he stretch his mind too far into the future. He is simply profoundly committed to each step before he forges a path forward. He knows he will arrive exactly where he needs to be at the end at just the right time. Will. Here's the card message. This card is about the expression and communication of our will. It's about voicing our opinions and feeling comfortable to state who we are with pride. It is about being able to assert your will so that you have self-control and are able to maintain personal boundaries and choices. If we have a strong will, we are able to move beyond resistance, beyond doubts, opinions, and judgments of ourselves and others. This card is an invitation to ignite your personal willpower in alignment with what is most important to you. Through the simple steps you take in this world each day, the foods you eat or choose not to eat, your spiritual practice, fitness regime, and work you engage in. It is one thing to set a goal for health, love, financial, or creative success. It is another thing to follow through with empowered, willful action. It is time now to move steadily in the direction of that which you must feel most called to. This card encourages you to acknowledge who you are and to practice living in alignment with this. To speak up, communicate, and fully express your truth. When we have a strong will, we are not forceful. Instead, we are simply secure in those who we are, in who we are and what we are doing. We do not need to control or dominate others, nor do we allow ourselves to be pulled off course or knocked off balance. When our will is engaged, there is a quiet, humble strength in our words and actions. Our unique path unfolds before us as our true will and that of the universe align. A strong will allows our truth to shine. Alrighty, if you liked what you heard so far, please make sure to visit my webpage at generation.buzzsprout.com where you can follow and subscribe to my podcast. Don't forget to also follow me on IG under generation.pod or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash jani.win. And if you're feeling tipsy, please visit my support link at pod.fan forward slash generation and show some love. Thank you again so much for tuning in. Stay tuned for my next episode and I'll talk to you all soon. Hugs and kisses. By the way, our last Singing Bowl Sound was created with the Root Chakra, so for today's episode, I will be following the order and use the Sacral Chakra Singing Bowl. Please remember to lower your volume or end this podcast to omit the Singing Bowl Sound if it is not for you. Here we go!